Dave. Ian. Dave. Dave, guess what? Guess, guess, guess what I did? What did what what did you do, buddy? What's going on? How are you? I'm 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 Dave. You're Dave. I'm Ian. I'm going to tell you what I did. Just stop interrupting me. I don't know. No, you can interrupt me all you want. You interrupt me all day. What are we doing? This is the Apex Adjacent podcast. Uh huh. Occasionally talk about cars. Yeah, we're going to talk about cars today. I. Did a thing that I've been thinking about doing for like 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, that's a long time. That's right? a long time to think about something before you do it. Yes. Ian, you. Turns out that's not entirely helpful. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got to drive a race car on Laguna Seca. You did. You did. You did done did that. You, so your first exposure to Laguna Seca what gran turismo was it in gran turismo i don't even know yeah gran turismo two two three three i don't know like 97 it was so i i think one and two were on the playstation one three and four were on the playstation two so Mm -hmm. whatever you played it on that might yeah. tell you. Yeah. But anyway, since you yeah. were a wee hairy man, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, a little peach. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> ever since then, yes, I've been thinking about driving on Laguna Seca and then I did it. Um, and like I said, I don't think all of those years were necessarily helpful uh, because so basically I, I drove uh, a champ car race with my dad's team in the uh, 1987 Maserati by Turbo. Right. Um, it was the same car that we drove um, to class victory in Hallett um, this uh, this last May. Right. Um, which was awesome. And, uh, and I was, you know, obviously really excited to do it. We had kind of a rough and tumble weekend. Uh, but... I will say, so just the first impressions of the track, like the first, like, I'm going to say four to five laps. Uh Uh-huh. It was just like a weird head fuck of like, of like deja vu, but seeing it for the first time. Right. Right. Because how many virtual laps do you think you've turned on it over the years? Hundreds. Thousands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's always one of my favorite tracks to play in whatever, you know, whatever sim or right. video game or whatever I'm I'm on. And I've also seen tons and tons and tons of like just onboard video and races, races, IndyCar races. I mean, all sorts of stuff there. So it's it's this weird thing of like, again, a quarter century of thinking right. about it. Right. Before you do it. Yeah. And then it turns out that it's like completely different and really <laughs> None of that was real, uh, entirely helpful other than remembering, you know, which direction to turn next vaguely. Okay. So I, I want to talk through a few things. Okay. Yeah. So how high were your nerves like those first few laps? Because you didn't get any practice time, did you? No. So that was the thing. I went when I first signed up for the weekend. I thought that Friday was a practice day. Turns out practice day was on Thursday. Turns out practice day was the previous 25 years uh, on Gran Turismo. <laughs> no, so there was no practice day. Um, and so my first time 
on the track was in the race on Saturday. I was the third driver. Okay. Um, How much poo came out? So much. I was so, so nervous. Like, I, so many butterflies. Okay. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a racetrack. Fortunately, there weren't too many cars. Um, but it was, it was, you know, it's, it felt like a high pressure situation to me. I know it's like sure. a silly amateur endurance race. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very nerve wracking. Um, I mean, even just going out pit out, right. you know, cause pit out at Laguna Seca is very, very tight. Yeah. And it um, drops you right after the first hairpin. Yeah. So you're yeah, watching, I'm, you're looking at, you're looking at when you crest the hill coming out of the, uh, out of the pits, you know, you're in, you can see the cars flying past you, right. um, down the pit straight going fast. And, and then you're, you're on the inside of, uh, of turn two, which is the, the hairpin, the first hairpin, right? Yeah. Here we go. We'll pull up a map here. Yeah. So here's this. Yeah. The Andretti hair. Yeah. yeah. The Andretti hairpin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it's nerve wracking, uh, because you're just looking at it and you're like, Oh wow, this is really intimidating. You're watching this breaking zone. And then it turns out the actual like blend area to get out is not, it's very, very short. Okay. Okay. And like the cars are coming area over. over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And cars are coming over to get to turn three, like right there. Right. Right. So they're, they're wide here to yeah. you're here. So they're like, you're intersecting. Yes. And so yeah. you're just, you, for me, at least I was like thinking so much about like, Oh, there's, there's that hairpin. Oh, I got to remember that's a double apex, but I did not really, you're just doing the late one. And then, and then like, Oh, I'm on the track. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that's where it's happening. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And so turn three. Uh, yeah. So turn three just kind of flew by like the first time around. Uh turn four, I went way too slow and made a bunch of people irritated <laughs> with me, I'm sure. Um, and then like turn five is what you don't realize playing it on the on the sim is that turn five is a downhill breaking zone. Uh-huh you don't really get that sense of elevation change like you do in in real life. And then it doesn't like, I remember playing it like doing it on the sim at your house, especially. And this was a constant thing around the lap. The first, one of the first things I noticed once I could like wrap my head around like, Oh, this is what I'm looking at here. Right. Right. Is that, um, you know, on the game, I felt like the curbs were really like disruptive to the car. Like if you, oh, once okay. you got, mm-hmm. when you got on the curbs, it was, it really upset the car, but it's not the case here. Like uh, the initial part of the curb, especially is like really grippy and mm. not super rough. Like I've driven tracks where the, the curbs are a lot more aggressive than, than they are here. And so they're totally usable and, and actually the best way around most of the corners. Okay. Um, and so like i know on the game like you have to really slow down for five right um and i think it's just that it's that downhill braking zone we have to be really deep into the brakes but in real life it's much faster than i thought it was going to be 
um, and also much trickier. Like it's it's a tricky little corner that I never really got. Okay, okay. And we'll get into how much time I actually got behind the right. behind the wheel. But right. yeah, five and six were the hardest parts of the track for me. Right. Hands down. I, I, I feel like we cheat in the sim on turn six because we kind of just chuck it straight towards the inside of the apex and maybe let the car dig into the pavement a bit. That then, is what you're supposed to do in real life. That oh, really? Okay. Terrifying. Is it? Okay. okay. I was doing, I was doing about probably my minimum apex speed through there. The best I ever took it was probably about 65 miles an hour. Okay. Um, and that was very far off the pace. Like that is five and six was easily where I lost the most time. And it's also like, you don't realize how crazy steep it is. Um, right. Cause it's really, really steep. Yeah. This is climb. the whole backside climb to get up to yes. the top of this corkscrew. Yeah. I lost so much time really? all the way up to all from five, all the way up to the corkscrew. Okay. It was, just killed me every time and every time i did it i was like god that was terrible (laughs) i'm going so much slower than i should be okay Um, okay and then the corkscrew i think a lot of people say this but like it's once you get over the first like oh god (laughs) um and you kind of get a rhythm with it it's it's really not bad okay Okay. It's, it's really not that. And even like, even in traffic, it's, you, you get used to it really, really quickly. Okay. Okay. Um, so that, that really wasn't too bad. Um, nine is, uh, goddamn terrifying though. <laughs> okay. Cause it's really fast. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, it's, tr- it's a weird corner because it's an earlier apex than you think it's going to, you have to turn in a lot earlier than you think you do. Okay, this is the kept, one I always screw up in the sim. Yeah, yeah, I kept trying to stay out and then go in late, and then by the time I turned in, it was I missed it. You know, okay, like I was yeah. too far away. So you have to turn in earlier, and there's a lot of camber there, and you can really like, you can if you get it when the couple of times I took it well, it was so satisfying. Okay, like, yeah, because you you just you feel it, you feel it hook up. And you just feel it like dig in underneath you on the camper and just slingshot out. It's so fun. Nice. Nice. Okay. But it's, it's scary. The, I mean, definitely the first couple of times. Cause you're like, Oh, this is, this is fast through. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, turn 10 was, it wasn't that bad. Turn 10 is, is easier than it looks like it's going to be because it opens a little bit on the okay. exit. And so it's a little, it's pretty forgiving. And then 11 is, very tight but yeah i never really had a problem with 11 i don't for whatever reason i do pretty well with slow corners okay okay slow corners i can kind of build up to them quickly and i'm i'm okay sure fast corners okay okay takes me a while but yeah interesting okay and then turn one is like a it's more of a turn than you think it is like okay where you position your car i was still i mean i think I think when you get really used to this track, you probably don't think about it that much, but I was still thinking about turn okay. one gotcha. as like a thing. Sure. Um, yeah. Cause that crest is also like, I mean, I was, I think I was still probably not completely flat the whole way. 
I would definitely was still not completely flat the whole way. I, I lifted a bit uh, every time I went over the crest at turn one because it's okay. like it's quick through there, and you're like, "Where's this? This breaking zone happens quickly, right? <laughs> after right. you, after you, after you crest, and then the car settles. You don't have a ton of time. So I was like, had my left wheels like basically like on the edge of the pit, um, the pit lane barrier. There's like paint on the ground, okay. like green paint where there's uh, the, the pit lane. And so I had my wheels like kind of on that or next to it. Mm-hmm. And then would aim towards the outside of the first part of, of two. And that was my braking zone. So as soon as the car would settle, then I would go on the brakes. Oh, okay. And the first part of the apex. And to a couple of times I got turned two and I was just like, Ooh, that felt nice. Okay. That, okay. I don't know if it was fast. It felt good. Okay. All right. So anyway, nice. that's my that was my initial thought about the the track itself. Okay. Okay. How like how did your nerves settle over subsequent laps? Yeah, not terribly well. So um I, I think my nerves settled. I went you know, I went straight from like just being really nervous, you know, because of the situation of like sure. going straight into the race and not having having driven it and you know always you know i'm always a little nervous mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always nervous on a racetrack you know? sure yeah um and then and then you know feeling like okay i need to i need to be faster like right now i need to right we need to start taking this lap time down so my my first flying lap on um on saturday was like a 214 Okay. Which is very far off the pace. Like I think <laughs> our team's best lap time was a one fifty one. Okay. Yeah, and I saw some of the higher teams turning one forty fives, I think. Yeah, those there yeah, there were one forty three. Yeah. Yeah, there were some much faster teams than us. Um we had a couple in the low one fifties, like okay. one fifty three, we had a bunch, and then especially on Saturday. And then um, on Sunday, for whatever reason, most everyone, I think the best time we had was a 153, but most everything was like a 155-ish, 156. Gotcha. Um, But by the end of Sunday, my best time was a 158. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, Now let's, we'll talk about the actual, how much time I got. So yeah, my, my first flying lap was a 214. I got 12 laps on Saturday that's it yeah so we had some sort of like weird mysterious fueling issue Uh uh-huh but because we have you know like an aftermarket ecu and a tune and a turbo and like the whole thing is more complicated than um than you would normally think of it uh we definitely had it it was definitely hard to diagnose so we had um Basically, what would happen is we would come off the throttle a little bit, like in a corner, like when you're doing like maintenance throttle in a corner. And then you would go back to throttle and then just nothing. Really? I mean, like it wouldn't sputter. It wouldn't. It, it was just nothing. Like the connection was just gone. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it would only happen when we got down to like a quarter tank or so. Okay. Or, uh, I'm sorry, a, a half tank or less, a half tank. All right. So we were only getting a half tank in this thing. We, I mean, we were burning tons of fuel, 
because the other thing is like California only has 91. Right. So we had, you know, Octane Booster and the whole thing and right. we were trying to do as best we could with the fuel that we had available. Um, and then uh, and then on top of it, you know, we had a pretty safe the tune on there is pretty safe. So trying right. to it's pretty rich, runs pretty rich. So we were burning like I think he said like 12 gallons an hour or something. Whoa, okay. So we were we were right at we were going to get because it's a 24 gallon tank which is stock in that car came right. with a 24 gallon tank. So um we were going to get right at 2 hours okay. of fuel. Okay. Okay. Like beyond fumes. Which was fine, but um and they have like an accumulator mm-hmm. surge tank. So the basically the in tank pump or the the pump that is outside the stock tank pumps into an accumulator tank. And then there's a high pressure, uh, pump from the accumulator to the rail. Okay. So we, there's a lot of variables in there, right. Right. You know, to try to, to try to troubleshoot, especially when you're doing it, trying to do it like five minutes at a time. Right. You know? So the first two stints that happened, they got down to about half, half tank fuel, had this weird issue um but it seemed to getting be getting worse because my uncle was the first one in the car and he drove it and he was able to drive through it like he could kind of drive around it where like it would sputter for him okay okay and then the next driver that got in lenny who runs uh, auto italia who's like a part supplier for um kind of vintage italian stuff in the states he got in and it would it was sputtering for him but more aggressive and a, a couple points it did completely cut out Okay. I got in. I like I said, I got twelve laps, and then it. I was in a corner and lifted a little bit and went back, and then it was just nothing. Like it died completely. Okay. Cut, engine cut out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I had to like. I was trying, I restarted it a couple times. It would run for like a couple of seconds. And then, you know, I was trying everything. I was restarting the, hitting the master switch, turning it back on, popping right. the clutch. Um, because we kind of had the same issue in Hallett, if you remember. Like we had to yeah. restart, recycle the, the ECU. And uh, I, I had to like pull off. Uh, there was a, uh, a cutout in the, in the wall and I got onto a, like a, a road, a road outside of turn five and sat there and I, I got towed in on the tow truck. Okay. Okay. We fiddled Always with stuff. Fun. Yeah. We fiddled with stuff. I think that first time we replaced the fuel filter, a fuel filter. Cause there's, there's a couple of them on the car, replaced the fuel filter, sent me back out. I got on uh, my first, I got my outlap. I said on my fly and my first flying lap I started, I was like, it feels, and we didn't put any more fuel in the car. Oh, okay. And so on my first flying lap, I passed the pit straight. I passed the pits on the, on the straight. And I said, it's running, it's running better. It seems everything seems to be fine. No cut out or sputtering. No. Yep. On the straight and just died. And I coasted through, I was able to coast through turn two. And then I, had nothing again and had to sit on the outside of turn two and waited for the tow truck again. Oh my God. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was, so I guess I got 
10 flying laps the first one and then yeah a lap in a yeah so i mean i got like 12 laps on saturday oh no Mm -hmm. so we like on saturday we just put fuel in the car and just kept and like you know tried it again and uh went back out sunday i drove second so lenny lenny drove first same thing sort of happened to him again okay um and then i got in i had a longer stint i had probably i think i had 20 i think it was like 27 laps i had okay okay and the same thing happened i was in turn nine when it happened and i was i was actually somebody had was passing me and so like i had stayed outside to let them go through but then of course they were slower than me so i had to kind of lift to not hit them at the apex right right um and when i went back to the throttle nothing jeez man and i was okay. i was able to get it into the pits i was like i'm coming in. it happened i'm coming in now okay so we tried i mean i posted st- some stuff on on twitter i mean we yeah. replaced fuel filters we replaced hoses we replaced you know fuel line we were pulling spark plugs to look at them we had one one cylinder that was completely fouled like completely black that looked nothing like the rest of them um and so it's the thing that's hard about this is that you know we it's hard to tell if it's a condition where because of the way that the o these the sensors are set up and stuff basically you have an o2 sensor per bank of three cylinders right yeah and so like the computer knows how much fuel it's sending through the injectors and it knows how much what it sees out the out the header right on each side but if you have like one that's not working and you just the o2 sensor just sees like a ton of fuel in the uh, unburnt fuel or whatever in the in the header then it just goes oh it's way too rich and it tries to pull right it'll try to pull fuel or pull spark or whatever it's going to do so it, it makes it hard to diagnose and there's not like in the ECU, it doesn't say like, oh, I did this because of this. Right, right. Just, right. No, like logging. Right. Right. It just shows you, you know, you know, where it's lean or where it's rich. And then and then the other kind of um, recording that it does like RPM and that sort of stuff. So it's really difficult to diagnose. And then and then eventually on Sunday, we ended up uh, they ended up um getting a fuel pressure uh, gauge attached to the rail. Oh, okay. Uh huh. And we couldn't recreate it without uh, off a load. So really? we, they zip tied the fuel pressure gauge. Yes. To, yes. So like the top of the engine, we ran without a hood zip tied the fuel pressure gauge. Cause at one point we thought it was a temperature related. So the hood had come off. Sure. Sure. We were like, we were vaporizing fuel someplace, like, you know, so the fuel gauge was zip tied up and my uncle drove it around and he saw the fuel pressure at the rail drop to zero. Oh, geez. Okay. Right. And that's not supposed to happen. The fuel pressure at the rail is supposed to be constant. And yep. then the injectors figure it out because it's a return system. Right. Right. Um, and so that's not what was happening. So I think once we figured that out, we were like, okay, well we're, we're done. Right. There's, right. there's nothing we're going to be able to do because we checked 
pumps and right. filters and all sorts of stuff. So the last thing that we did was there was like a screen filter in the bottom of the tank. Uh-huh. We tried blowing air up through it to see okay. if maybe there was blocked or debris or something. Um, and if that was why we weren't getting constant pressure and it, it didn't help. So yeah, it's, I'm assuming in the next couple of weeks, they're going to take it apart and figure it out. But yeah, right. it was really vexing oh. to just have this weird thing happen. Yeah. 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 But on a personal note, which is really what makes which is really what's important here. <laughs> That's what this is all about, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty happy with over the course of less than forty flying laps. Right. Going from a two fourteen to a one fifty eight. Yeah. Um in you know, in in a race. Like not yeah. having not having like open track or anything. It was only like thirty cars, so there wasn't super yeah. crowded, but um Still, I was, I'm pretty happy with that. And, uh, um, I'm, you know, I'm in a way I'm almost a part of me is a little bit glad that we weren't in a competitive spot because I felt less bad about like learning on the job. Well, okay. Instead of like ruining someone, ruining our race or ruining our chances at winning. Well, um, then they should have brought a, if, if that was a goal, then they should have brought a driver with previous experience. Right. True. Yeah. So, but you know, that's not on you. That's not on you. But yeah, no, it was, and it was, I mean, when the car was running, it's a ton of fun because it right? just, it just choo choos up those hills, man. I was going to say like, like that, that five to six transition of going all the way uphill, you should like in this, like turbo boost like you had like 50 degree ambient air like in monterey like the temperature was like perfect for like turbos and like maintaining grip in tires like it was like this nice butter zone of temperatures right it was it got it 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 ended up getting hotter than that okay Um, especially on sunday it was warmer and once it did actually that was one thing that helped a lot was um a little bit into my stint it started to understeer a little bit more okay it got the track temperature really came up when the sun came out um and actually that really helped me because i was like oh oh i know what this is okay i know i know what to do with understeer right right yes um but the balance of the car was really great because you would just it would understeer just like a tiny smidgen and it was still really neutral and so you could just kind of like just a little lift and it would rotate and you could just go um but i was also like very far off the limit so it wasn't like i was really like you know making it dance through anything but (laughs) yeah i think my uncle's fastest time on sunday was like a 155 so oh nice okay um my 158 wasn't too far off the off the pace so i was pretty happy with that yeah yeah nice yeah right on but yeah i mean it's it's definitely a definitely super fun i want to go back yeah um, yeah yeah so yeah do you think it's your favorite track that you've driven on in north america like mm, i think watkins glen is still my favorite okay okay because watkins glen was just so yeah i don't know it's i don't know i had a better time there of just like uh getting a rhythm like i don't know I, okay it's, yeah 
it flows a little bit more and you just like, I don't know. I got in, I got, I got into a real understanding with that place a little bit faster than I have other places. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's a, and there's only one spot that I'm like, in my mind, I'm like terrified of there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Which yeah. Turn nine. It knows turn what nine. it did. <laughs> yep. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I wish I could have been there. Yeah. I don't know how much help I would have been with a fuel system issue, but yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough one. Look at that engine bay, like that intake with the Maserati, like logo on it. Yep. So great. It's super cool. I mean, and as my dad likes to point out, that's all stock except for the valve covers really like all- these those red valve covers were custom okay to uh flow oil a little bit better um but yeah that's i mean there's you know obviously some like silicon hosing and stuff right, here, but right. like that's all that's what it looks like from the factory like that's stock that's rad as hell right yeah yeah what other uh what other cars did you see out there that you liked like what else was in the paddock that caught your eye there were 300 Miatas in the field. Like, yes, there were, there were tons of Miatas. All Miatas. Yeah. Um, our class had uh, a Fox Body Mustang, which looked so cool. This it was looked, the five point slow folks, right? Yes. It looked mm-hmm. boss as hell. It was orange and had okay. the louvers on the back. And yes. I mean, it was super cool looking. It, it looked like it was going to be really cheaty. They got. Uh, penalty laps because like a mustang and champ car starts they do a a point system so you get 500 points um and then and so if your car is under that then you can take modifications to get yourself up to 500 points before you start taking penalty laps okay okay they had um they had uh um i think the that the fox buddy mustang starts with like 520 okay okay and so they uh they had they started the race with negative four laps okay okay they ended the race with negative three laps oh okay all right they blew up they blew up the engine like immediately like immediately yeah Yeah. um so that was one car that was in our class and then the other two cars were both one was a trans and one was a firebird um okay both like gen 2 um uh firebirds through gen three was one of them the bandits team yeah so like they I did said, really was, well right yeah and they were fucking fast yeah yeah like i, I watched they were just you, you we were we could see turn 11 from our pit okay and you would you would see them go through side by side with the miata and then they would just <laughs> fucking disappear like gone <laughs> right right um, they were so fast. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And they could drive. I mean, they, they could drive. I mean, they were, yeah. you could tell you would see them on track and I mean, you could tell they were hustling that thing. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. Um, it, it, I actually watched some racing Ian. Yeah. It, mm. my, my wife and I watched some of the, uh, some of the YouTube live stream. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was the other thing is we had a camera in our car for Saturday uh-huh. and, we got them to take it out because we were like, every time we have a camera in the car, my dad said it goes poorly. So they took it out. Um, yeah. 
I did yeah. see your floppy hair on the on the live stream when you were in the car one at one point. Oh, yeah. probably helping with a driver change or something. Yeah, you were just wearing a flannel shirt, so I, your blue and black flannel. So I, so whatever you were doing, it couldn't have been on the. Yeah, plane. I think I was probably. I think you texted me when that after that happened. I was. We were in the garage. Okay. Doing one of our many attempted fixes, and uh, I was probably in the passenger seat helping the next driver. There you go. Yeah. Get hooked up. Get cool suit hooked up, and yeah, and all that sort of stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any of my laps were on, on the live stream or not, but uh, I'm sure they did not look pretty because if they were, <laughs> they were on Saturday, and I had no idea where I was going. So, probably, <laughs> probably not good. <laughs> He somehow managed to throw it in reverse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did catch myself because it's a dog leg. Right. It's a dog leg. Yeah. And going into 11 one time, I caught myself. I went to go put it into second, which is first. Right. And right. I went, uh, nope. <laughs> Back out and forward. Put it, put it in the second. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, good. I'm glad you didn't money shift the car. Okay. Oh, me too. I thought yeah. that same thing as I was like leaving turn 11. I was like, God, that would have really been bad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. But yeah. Anyway, it was a it was a blast. Um, the car is very fun to drive when it's working. Right. And um, Luke de Sick is gorgeous. Like it's really, really pretty and amazing. Nice man. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's what kind of like it's South of San Francisco mm-hmm. like by what, like an hour, two hours, maybe. Yeah. It's about an hour, hour and a half. Okay. From San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we flew in and out of there and it was, it was great. Nice. My, my wife and kids were in, uh, were in Monterey the whole time, which is like a, 10 minute drive away yeah um and they went you know got to go to the aquarium with oh, them nice. on friday because i thought i was gonna be practicing but instead we went to the aquarium which was great <laughs> okay yeah yeah it's a beautiful part of the country like yeah. it's so so pretty there right yeah yeah right on man good good yeah, yeah. nice buddy well, I'm Thanks. I'm glad you got some actual stick time on it in it in the car on a track yeah. And I, I can't wait for more. Yeah, me too. And I, you know, I'm psyched. I didn't go. I didn't, I didn't spin or. Yeah. I had no offs. You didn't um, bend other anything? Than, other than, other than getting out of people's way when the car was right. broken. Right. Um, I was on track the whole time and managed to improve pretty well. So I'm, I'm happy with, uh, with not breaking anything or spinning or. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. Nice, man. Nice. Slow and steady. Hey, just like always. There we go, right? Yep. Yep. Do an Apex adjacent proud, buddy. Yep. Yeah. Nice, man. Nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks for letting me download about that. Yeah. What? No. I love the post-race report. Yes. Right? What else are we talking about today? You know, so the only other thing that I have on the agenda, this is going to come out on Thanksgiving Day, right? Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to, us to kind of do a little brainstorm, a discussion about uh, a holiday gift guide 
right? Yes. Like an apex adjacent gift guide. If you're looking to get a car enthusiast in your life, something for the holidays, a, a birthday, right? Uh, you know, uh, a bar mitzvah, if you will, anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is like, listen to this because I think we have some fun suggestions. I love this. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Uh, so today, uh, our buddy Sid with One Hell of a Town put up their uh, update. Yes, that's right. Yes. Um, a town. Yep. Here we go. So here is, so on onehelloftown.com, you can find all kinds of great stuff, right? This is, all makes great gifts, right? Did you buy anything yet today, Ian? I have not. I forgot that this was happening today, but yeah, I have not. Okay. All right. So um, I bought stuff. I bought a lot of stuff. I forgot to use the free shipping uh, code, Um, (laughs) but that's on me. Um, But yeah, so there is a fantastic, look at this Swedish rally blanket, the woven blanket. Oh, wow. Right? How cool is that? Right? That's super cool. I'm going to go buy one of these. Okay. uh, this, uh, like <laughs> this is a, a recent thing that I, I saw a horses, a hoodie or a sweatshirt that says horses invented cars so they could relax. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I got this sob shirt here. Look at that. Like sob Ikea instructions. I love that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. With the Scandinavian flick, uh, instructions on the side. Yeah, I expect that I will probably receive one of these for Christmas. Okay, okay, nice. Because I once Scandinavian flicked a car into a tree (laughs) and have never lived it down. This was many, 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 many years ago. What car was it? My first car. It was an Audi 5000. Ah, there you go. Okay, okay. Um, I got one of these, uh, home sweet home mugs, uh, with a classic Saab 900 on it with the Saab 900 camper. Yes. Yep. Um, I got a set of these coasters, these wheel coasters. Look at those, right? They got the tri-spoke till I don't spoke the teddy bear. I mean, come on. Right. Amazing. the, The thing that I love about one hell of a town is that like Sid has these like just has this knack of finding this like this balance between like quirkiness and like like quirkiness but like when you see it you're like it's not quirky to the point where you'd be like oh that's cool but like i don't see that like in like integrating into my life at all like like it's all quirky stuff that you're like yes i want this and i want to like um plant like this kind of stuff in my environment right mm-hmm. like i want this kind of stuff around me you know yeah and so like sid's artistic vision is is really really cool and it's i it's crucial to the automotive community i love it yeah uh, she did these national parks prints oh um, very cool right i ordered a, a uh, redwood one because that's the only out of these the only national park that i've been to Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I've been to... I was going to say, I bet you've been to all of these. No, I've been to four of them. I've okay. I've never, never been to Everglades or Joshua Tree. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never been to Ever, the Everglades either. I love that there's like a monster Miata in there. Yes. Right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, those are gorgeous. Um, 
I, I got one of these rally ornaments. Uh, I got the Saab rally ornament. So these are like kind of like more expressive versions of the keychains, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I love this evolution and direction of, yes. of her art. It's really cool. Um, yeah, you got license plate frames. You've got a grill badge. You've got enamel pins. You can do custom greeting cards. Uh, they've got maple candy that I can vouch is because Sid threw some of that in uh, one of my packages, uh, and it's freaking delicious. Like, I don't know if you've ever had maple candy before from Vermont or the area, but it's awesome. I have not. It's weird. It's like it kind of melts in your mouth. It's yeah, it's like this whole thing on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Great stickers. Um, I heart terrible cars. Yeehaw. Fuck the law. Uh, I love this one. Milf man. I love frogs. I have yeah. one. I don't know if I'm ever going to stick it to something, but I just love the idea of the sticker so much. <laughs> like, yeah. This one. I'm not a car girl. I'm a shitbox slut. I, <laughs> I, and I have another one of these stickers. Uh, the opossum, uh, you know, being from Missouri, I've seen tons of opossum. Yeah. Uh, please don't honk. I'm sensitive um yeah you know uh stickers uh i have uh one of these tote bags the price is firm i know what i have tote bag i have the women in motorsports tag see there you go right the women in motorsport i have the game boy keychains um yeah i mean like all kinds of great stuff you get a a a virtual spin in the gashapon machine like the japanese uh vending machine uh, to get little K car. Um, oh, that's cool. I yeah. That's awesome. Here's the, here's the K car keychains. I have two of these. I have the, I think I have the, the scooter and the melons. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Right. Um, and of course, like the classic stickers, like I've got the, you know, the Frank Ocean nostalgia ultra sticker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have most of these, but yeah, you know, all the, the classic keychains, like these, uh, you know, two keychain like the pair keychains of like a game boy in an 86 like just yep sid's got awesome stuff man the women belong in motorsport sticker yeah she has tons of great stuff and uh you should buy everything from her right yeah right there you know yeah i got the sob sticker you know the mclaren sticker yeah i've got uh a hood stickers on my helmet yeah which I, I don't have because it's logistics being shipped home. Yes. Yes. So first stop on the holiday gift guide needs to be at one hell of a town.com. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else you think in Um, I think um, you have uh, therapy copays on here, which <laughs> I took to mean uh, carding gift certificates. See, there you go. Yep. So yep. wherever your car loving person lives they probably have a cart place next to them right and they all do gift cards yes they all yeah. love selling gift cards yeah they do they do and guess what carding isn't exactly cheap so yeah. like greasing the wheels to get your automotive enthusiast friend carding mm-hmm. like yeah that's always good or right? if you have someone who really likes to go carding right a set of gloves Oh, there it's you a, go. That's a great, a great idea. It's a great gift. And it's also something great to ask for. For Because it's hard, you know, sometimes it's hard to like, 
oh, I need, uh, you know, a head gasket for a 1.3 liter, but not a 1.5 liter. Right. And if you get the wrong one, then it doesn't work and you miss, you wasted your money. You know, it's hard to get your non-car family members to buy you things right. that are correct. Right, right. But a set of gloves, either shop gloves, if you're working on cars or driving gloves for karting or racing, that's pretty hard to screw up. Yep. So, yep. That would be, that would be, I mean, that's what I'm going to ask for this year. A set of gloves. And, and I think that that segues into like maybe some stuff that wouldn't occur to them, like safety right. gear, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, the, the newest um, Carhartt safety glasses are like, they're rated so well. They like, they, I've been watching a bunch of these like tool review videos and there's this guy, I think Project Farm. Uh, that just like does these like exhaustive reviews of like say like he'll do like seven or eight safety glasses right and like you know three a battery of tests on them but like the new Carhartt safety glasses are fantastic um, you know just, I just love I just love this is this is this is this is our show right here because I it would never occur to me to watch a review of safety glasses oh yeah I like look at our look at our YouTube history. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah right which is it would just never occur to me yeah yeah um and actually i think he had his uh, i came to it by way of his uh that guy project farm i think um his wrap-up of like his 10 best tools that he had from 2020 or something like that gotcha. right and yes and the carhartt safety glasses were in there so safety glasses nitrile gloves um you know like a, a good pocket knife because you're opening a lot of boxes, right? Yeah. I prefer the Kershaw, uh, you know, assisted open pocket knife, you know, that, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, and then, it, you know, then that of course extends into tools, right? Car people. We love tools. Yeah. I feel like tools is tough though. Tools is tough because right. you don't want, you don't want to ask for something to, especially if you're, walking a line between like expensive and not expensive when you're asking for things or buying things for people. Right. And then it's like, Oh, I already have a favorite socket. Right. Wrench or whatever. So, so here let's, let's do like a little bit of advice. So let's, let's say you're the car person, Ian. Okay. Okay. I'm a non car person and I want to get you some kind of tool related gift. Okay. Mm. Uh, Do you have uh, cordless tools now these are these are all questions that someone can ask do you have cordless tools now i do i what? have some ryobi i have okay. some ryobi okay tools now. yeah so uh send me a picture of the battery right and uh you know or like you know asking what battery system right you said ryobi right mm-hmm. ryobi has i feel like you're already way beyond what most family members what most non automotive or i don't think handy so. family members would ask i've got i've gotten I've got really? Milwaukee stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, in this house, we're a Milwaukee family because that happens to be the first battery system I bought into. And uh, right. yeah. Right. That's how that stuff should go. That's how they get you. Right. But the battery system. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and an extra battery for the battery system never hurts. It doesn't even need to be the tool. Right. Yeah. See, that's that's a good. That's I okay. like the, the support things for the tools is the, right that's a that's a good that's right. a good thing i think also think like a a nice thing is uh like a set like a second 
cheap set of tools yes for the for the car yes that's a great idea a soundproof bag for the car yep yep where they're not rattling around yeah like i use a lunch bag Uh because it's it's Uh insulated padded sides right yeah yeah so i use like a little lunch pail Uh bag for like my emergency like take it in the car need Mm -hmm. to fix something on the side of the road or need to twirl a socket while i call which is what normally happens no you're you're exactly right also if they don't have a portable jump pack one of those things is great right yes portable jump pack portable air compressor right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that kind of stuff a triple a membership there you go right if you're like us yeah Right? If you're someone who wants to buy you two hundred dollars worth of something, AAA <laughs> membership is pretty nice. Well, there's a couple tiers, right? There you are, of course yeah. went in high. I, I went did in. Go high. I went in mid. I think mine was about hundred and thirty-six or something per year, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I went in. I went in high because it turns out if you tow a car in the mountains in the Rocky Mountains once. You're yeah. gonna pay for like six years of <laughs> no top tier yeah AAA membership. So right? yeah, right. So it's, it's a real thing. Yeah, and you know now that I'm a AAA member, your next toes on me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love we're just that's that's the sign of a true friendship when you start trading roadside assistance benefits. Oh. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're not sending me frequent flyer miles. I'm not sending you hotel points. No. Right? Send you a tow truck. Yep. You know what? A- another great gift for uh, for a-, a person is a-, a really good flashlight. Right? Like Perfect. a small, uh, like one of the, um, like I like the, uh, what is that one I have? The uh, Big Larry? Is that it? Let me pull it. Let's see. I don't know. Yeah. But that's yeah. another thing that you can get the LED light strips that work with the tool batteries that they have. Yep. Yep. That's another really good thing to have. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, a Bluetooth speaker for when you're out, like working on the car. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, big lamp. Also handy for when you need to call uh, your emotional support friend mm-hmm. who's going to talk you through this most recent breakdown. Yes, uh, or a cell phone battery pack, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is the flashlight I like. This is the Big Larry. It's got a magnetic base. This thing is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That I do like great. that. We use that a bunch. I do like that they've labeled it unisex adult. <laughs> Fits in both. <laughs> Fits in both. <laughs> yep, yep. Another one is uh, you can get these big LED lights uh, that just hook onto the hood. Yeah. Right. Or things are awesome. Or like I got new garage lights. Those garage LED lights are great. You know. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Let's see. Uh, Get like you said earlier. Carding gift certificates. Rock Auto gift certificates. If they're the person that frequents Rock Auto and has I don't know what how many magnets do you think I have? I don't know a lot. Sixty ish. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. And then, like, there's the whole, like, possibility of, like, video game stuff, right? Oh, yeah. So, a Steam gift card, if they're, like, a PC gamer, 
you know, mm-hmm. PSN or Xbox, right? Because there's always some downloadable content or always some like game that like you you want, but not like enough that you've bought it yourself yet, you know, like that right. kind of stuff. So like, yeah, the digital storefronts, you know, are always good if you have a, a video game uh, enthusiast and also an automotive enthusiast, right? Yeah, for sure. Now let's say, Ian, Let's let's talk about like maybe some more esoteric stuff that people wouldn't necessarily like think of, right? Let's say you have like an automotive like like I mean just like somebody in your life that like you are very committed to in a very brotherly way, right? Mhm. Uh like this person runs really deep with you and you say start a podcast by talking underneath a table like more than six years ago. I'll try to wrap my head around this uh, hypothetical. Okay. Okay. And like this person like loves to cook, Mm. Mm -hmm. but also they're a crazy car enthusiast. Mm. Can you think of like a gift that like somebody like that might like? Um, that maybe has something to do with like a French car brand. I'm really hoping it's like a, it's like a, a like a Citroen DS, uh, cookie cutter. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, Ian, it's not. Oh, oh, yes, no, a, a Peugeot Peppermill, which is a thing that you got for me. Did you really which now just get to that? <laughs> so I totally forgot about it. But you're right. No, it's and it's very nice. Yeah, Peugeot makes Peppermills for anybody who didn't know. Yeah, well, that was their their original business, I think, right? It was just general metalwork, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's sadly empty right now because I feel like I have to have good pepper to put in it. Okay. It's so so fancy. Okay. Um, So I don't have any of my cheap Safeway black pepper in it. (laughs) Get out of here with that. I'm going to refill it with some nice pepper. Gotcha. Uh, that is, that's a great, that's a great thing too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's like, there's stuff that you can kind of find that's like car adjacent. It doesn't necessarily have to be a car thing, but can kind of be car adjacent, you know, Peugeot pepper mill kind of area. Right. You know? Yes. Yeah. Right. I like that. Yeah. What else? What else do you think? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think I have anything else. Um, 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 yeah, I think those are the things that I like to get. I think, honestly, I think getting actual tools, I'm usually like, ah, this doesn't quite fit my thing. Sure. Um, and then car parts. I'd never, I've never asked for car parts. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll get, I'll handle that. Right. 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 Um, uh, or, what you- or fire, find out what tire place they could like. And there you a go. gift card to the tire place. Yep. That's a, another good, uh, another good suggestion. You know what's not a bad suggestion? What's that? Pop by Costco or Sam's Club. Pick up a fire extinguisher for the garage. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? Right? Smart. Smart. Yeah. This yeah. is the safety hour with Dave. Yeah. No, I mean, this is all the kind of stuff that you can, like, think of for your car enthusiast friend, right? Wheel chalks, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, there's always something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So start with one hell of a town. 
with whatever money you have left over after that, which won't be much, then get to the rest of what we mentioned. But yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we we're going to, we moved a lot of units. <laughs> yeah. Got some good, uh, got some, got some good gifts ideas out there. Yeah. Um, what about if people enjoyed this repartee? You know, what should people do? Do you know what people should do? the The most important thing, in my opinion, is if people enjoy this kind of stuff, is they should get vaccinated. They should take care of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. They should prioritize their mental health, right? Because the most important thing about all of this and the thing that we're most thankful for, you and I, is the people that listen to this, right? Yeah. And so there's nothing more that I want, that we want, than people to take care of themselves and to to be safe, right? Now, once you've done that, once you've sealed yourself in a hermetic bubble and you've, you've gotten us on YouTube, uh, then sure, yeah, tell a friend about us, yell at a relative over Thanksgiving, um, you know, do that kind of stuff. But take care of yourself, you know, because we're thinking about you and we're really freaking thankful for you. See, that's, this is another good idea is that one thing that you can always do is if you're dealing with like an idiotic member at at thanksgiving and you need to sidestep and you need to deflect you can just blame it on the two idiots you listen to on the podcast well they said right and then you're doing two you're doing two things at once right you're arguing with someone who needs to be argued with and you're promoting our podcast it's 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 a (laughs) win-win it's a win-win right and if family tensions get high you know, maybe the conversation to, can shift to cars, you know? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what right. I mean. That's, that's what I do. Yeah. Neutral topic. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Neutral yeah. ground. Go to yep. it. Yep. We love you, everyone. Be safe traveling for holidays and all of that. Um, we will be back soon with normal programming. Goodbye.